0: Skywatcher Leo G here. As we look up, look around, and get a little bit lost in space, we can do so with a little space exploration from our home planet. Looking into the sky, shortly after dark, check out orange bright Mars hanging above the east-southeastern horizon by 7. Mars and Earth are at their closest right now. That's this time around. So it's a fun planet to view right now. Then, as we watch into the night, the full moon passed in front of Mars, slowly encroaching and eclipsing it for an hour or so late Wednesday night. This is called an occultation. Even tonight, after staying up in the sky the entire night, Mars sets in the west just as the sun rises in the east. Also in the night sky is Jupiter and its moons high in the south through early evening. Saturn with its jaunty rings hangs in faint sparkly Capricornus and glows in the southwest as twilight fades to the left of it sparkles fainter lonely blue formal hot. And a little closer to home in lunar exploration, the uncrewed Orion module moving about 4800 miles an hour completed a 3 minute 27 second engine burn. It's the longest of the Orion spacecraft since the launch. This took place on Monday, December 5th. At the time of the firing of the thrusters, the spacecraft was just 79 miles above the lunar surface for some good viewing there. The thruster burn calibrates the Orion's module trajectory for a landing on our deep blue marble in the Pacific Ocean on December 11th. One more thruster fire will adjust the angle in between Luna and the Earth as the spaceship makes its way. This course firing took place just as the capsule started around the dark side of the Moon. A photo from NASA and on the Skywatcher site shows Earth as a crescent in the minutes after Orion finished its burn. NASA psyched with the maiden voyage in humankind's big step toward a crude return trip to the moon after 50 years away. And celebrating the anniversary of the Gemini 7 launch on December 5th, 1965. This was the fourth crewed Gemini flight. Frank Borman and Jim Lovell spent nearly 14 days in space, still a record in many ways, uh, making a total of 206 orbits. The spacecraft was the target for the first manned space rendezvous performed by the crew of Gemini 6 with the crew of Gemini 7. Gemini 6 launched a few days after Gemini 7 and was piloted by Wally Chirah and Thomas Stafford as they orbited and maneuvered to within one foot of each other. Now, the Soviet Union had twice previously launched simultaneous pairs of Vostok spacecraft who established radio contact with each other but did not have the ability to adjust their orbits in order to rendezvous and Gemini 6 and 7 came as close as one foot and could have docked but they didn't have the right equipment. It's many cultures, one sky. As Saturn rides in Capricornish tonight, let's take a look. Capricornish is among the faintest constellations sits among the other constellations of the water genre, including the water bearer Aquarius, the whale-like sea monster Cetus, the fishes Pisces, and the river Eridondus. To find the arrowhead-shaped Capricornus in the sky, look for the summer triangle, yes it's, it's still up there, it's sort of toward the west now, and make a line from bright Vega, it's kind of white and sparkly, through Altair to the lower southern sky. In the cultures of Samaria, which identified it with a mythical figure, that was a half-goat, half-fish. And in Babylonia, Capricorn is portrayed as a goat-human hybrid. In Russian peasant folklore, the goat is a mischievous forest spurt, which had goat hooves and horns, as well as black fur, wings, and a tail. So get on your goat hooves, black fur, wings, and tail, and fly into the night sky. Have fun. Skywatcher Leo T on KZMU Moab at 90.1 and 106.7 FM and streaming live at KZMU.org.